0: And welcome back. This is the Cincinnati Children's High School Football Tonight Show right here on ESPN 1530 and Fox Sports 1360. He's Greg Shoemaker. I'm Chad Brendel. And more importantly, right now, we are joined by Cincinnati Country Day head coach Dennis Coyle. Dennis, 8-1 and one on the season and 4-0 and oh in the Miami Valley Conference. A big-time year for the head coach out at Cincinnati Country Day. Coach, welcome in. How are you? I'm
1: doing great. I appreciate you having us on the show tonight.
2: Hey, Coach, congratulations on another great year. And let's just start at the beginning. When you took this program over, they hadn't played in a couple years. And now here you are. I think it's going to be back-to-back Miami Valley Conference, great titles for you. Um, Talk about where the program is and and how proud of you to where it is or where it was and how proud of you to where it is now.
1: We've come a long way. Uh, The year before I arrived, they canceled half their season, only played six games. Uh, And they had 16 boys in the program that year. And uh, we have 29 boys on the roster this year. And we have a a good size in our middle school program. But I can say um, the first year we struggled with injuries and finished 2-7. and Uh, The second year with COVID, we only had 20 boys out for the football program. And in our last game, we played CCPA and we actually didn't finish the game. We called the game at halftime. Uh, I did not have enough players, and it was one of the hardest things I've ever had to do as a coach. I've been coaching since 1992, and it was the hardest decision I had to make. And uh, I wasn't sure at that point if I made the right decision coming back to Cincinnati and taking on the challenge of rebuilding a program here, and if I was the right fit. uh, Because I don't think it's always about being a good football coach. It's being the right fit for the school. And I was like, I wasn't sure that the kids and the families were buying into what we were doing. Uh, And I had a son who was an eighth grader and going to be a freshman the following year. And I really had thoughts about what I was doing, if I was making the right choice for my family. And um, we were really fortunate last year to get things going in the right direction. um, And and really couldn't be more proud of the boys who stayed a part of this program uh, the year before I got here. And then those first two years, because we had a lot of struggles. We weren't a very good football team. Uh, And they've stayed the course. And those boys who are seniors, we often reflect back um, and are very grateful for where we are today uh, because we were a bad football program when I took over and we weren't very good and we've come a long way in that amount of time. And I couldn't be prouder of the boys who've helped make that happen and uh, some good assistant coaches. And uh, we hired a strength coach, Ron Hatton, uh, who spent 10, 15 years at St. X and a few years at Mason. Uh, and I think we're just going to be able to continue to grow what we're doing with his involvement and the assistant coaches I have. And I think our numbers are going to continue to grow.
0: Coach, what's it like when it starts to turn? Because you talked about the the difficulty and and how hard it is to live in the moment when it, when it's a struggle. What is that sense like when all of a sudden one win becomes two and two becomes three and all of a sudden you see all these kids kind of, you know, light up and, and start to to really, really buy in?
1: But as a coach, it's really fulfilling because you sit there and you talk to the kids. Uh, When you lose, there's a lot of life lessons you can learn. You tell parents that And a lot of times you learn more from losing in life, and it really prepares you for the real world that's really tough. And uh, when you start winning, though, the kids' energy of practice, the way they interact with one another and just the experience they have, Um, is so much better. So just once you get to that point, it's easier to start growing the program. What we found is after last year, there's a greater energy about the program. We talked about as a program when I got here, we had won a football game, and their classmates would make fun of them and say, well, you guys still stink. And we're not going to the game on Friday night. And People didn't believe in what we were doing. And now it's something where the student body comes out and supports us, and they see the hard work that the boys are putting in. And it's meaningful. They feel like they're a part of something bigger than themselves. And that's one of the things I'm most proud of. We don't have a star. Uh, when you look through our team, it's different kids every week. And we really have a selfless group of kids that really care about the team more than they care about themselves. And I, I think I think we've played teams that are more talented than we are. Uh, but we've really done a good job of playing as a team and not being selfish this year. Yeah,
2: and it really shows. And the, the beauty about your team Is uh, yeah, you got that great senior leadership, but you got great sophomores and a great junior class as well. Um, Let's talk about some of those guys. Let's start with the sophomore class. Your son Ryan, who's been fantastic on both sides of the ball. Lee Thomas has has emerged as one of your top runners. And uh, you know those guys, uh, Patrick Grampage, I think he's a sophomore too. Um, yeah. you know, and and uh, you're, you're platooning Elijah Gutman, and uh, who are you platooning him with at quarterback? Is that
1: with, with Parker Corbin at quarterback? Parker,
2: Parker Corbin's, yeah. Awesome. So you're getting a great yeah. mix in there. Talk about some of your players, especially on offense, because I your offense has been pretty hot lately.
1: No, we and it, and it starts honestly with our offensive line, which never gets any praise. Um, but we have Colin Heakin, who's a senior, and he's a four-year starter for us and a captain. Uh, Gavin Clark, who actually blew his knee out against uh, St. Bernard in the first half. Uh, but he was a two-year starter for us. We have Titan McMullen, who and it's an interesting story. He played golf his first three years in high school, came out. He's a 300-pound offensive tackle. Um, I, I think will be all-league first team. He has amazing feet. He's committed to Capital University for lacrosse. He's a goalie in lacrosse. Uh, but we have him anchoring our offensive line. Patrick Gramaz is a two-year starter at center. Carson Yaki is a junior. He's been playing for three years. And then Luke Keegan, a junior. And and they've really done a great job with our running game. And we have really smart kids here. So scheme-wise, there's a lot that we can do. Uh, and it starts with them up front. But then we, uh, uh, on offense, we have Parker Corbin and Elijah Gutman, who both rotate in a quarterback. Uh, Parker's more of a runner, and he's really uh, – been a difference maker in a couple of the games. And Elijah is a little stronger arm, a little liver arm. Um, and, and it's going to be an interesting battle, not just this year, but for next year as well, because both of them are going to be back. And Elijah was a kid who last year split his time between golf and football. It's his first full year of playing quarterback. Last year he was a wide receiver for us. Uh, and then Lee Thomas has had a great year at running back. Um, my son Ryan fills in there at fullback and tailback. Um, and then we have a plethora of wide receivers with Kyle Collette is a senior captain. Shepard Snell plays tight end and some wide receiver. Um, and, and Kyle's a senior, Shep's a junior. And then we got uh, Brandon Prophet, who's a freshman. Bryce Snow is a sophomore and Andrew Zimmer is a junior at our wide receivers that we really have a lot of youth and still inexperienced. I think our best football is still ahead of us as a program.
2: I do too. We're talking with Cincinnati country day head coach, uh, Dennis Coyle and and his Nighthawks tonight are on. Uh, are you on the road at Miami Valley at Miami Valley Christian Academy? And coach, what do you know about your opponent tonight? Uh, at four and five, they're having a pretty decent season.
1: They're having a good year. They they are going through some growing pains, like mm-hmm. we did a couple of years ago, in that their numbers are low. Uh, they've had some injuries to some key players. I'm not sure if any of them come back this week or not, um, but. The thing I know when I watch them, they're very well-coached. I, I, uh, they will have a good game plan, and their players do what they're coached to do. You know, they're well-coached, and their kids play extremely hard. Um, and they're young like we are. So I, I expect in the battle, and uh, I, I tell our kids, um, they, they, were beating, they beat New Miami, and when we went up to New Miami, New Miami got the lead on us early and really outplayed us the entire first half of that game. Uh, so on paper, it's a game we should win, but you don't play the game on paper. It's, uh, they're going to come out and they have a shot to go to the playoffs and we expect to get their best game and, um, that they're going to play really hard. And I think they have some good football players that play really hard and that their coach is going to have them ready to go. You
2: know, before I let you go, I want to ask you about, you're sitting number six right now, currently in the, in the computer rankings, uh, you're already in, but you could get up into a top four seed with a win and a couple things happening, but last year in the playoffs, you guys had that great record. You get in and you got Deer Park in game one with these amazing athletes. Now their record was three and seven when you played them, but uh you know, and I'm sure maybe you overlooked, but just because they were three and seven, you might have overlooked them. But uh what did you take away from that loss last year and knowing you know Division Six, Region 24, it's basically the Marion local invitational. I mean, you know, Mercer County guys, the Coldwaters and the Marion locals, uh They've dominate this small school; uh, those regions twenty, twenty four, and twenty eight usually. But uh, what did you learn from that experience last year in the playoffs, and what did your guys take away from that?
1: I, I've been very fortunate. In my years as an assistant at St. X, and then at Hamilton High, when I was an assistant, we were in the playoffs, uh, and then in my time in Savannah as a coach, I've been fortunate to be coaching state finals and elite eight games. And it just it really comes down to matchups. And and more important than the seed, it, even if we're the number one seed, there's the possibility that the number 16 seed is not going to be a good draw for us. And last year, Deer Park was not. We were not a very good team against sweep and option last year. We hadn't seen option at this school in probably uh, four or five years. Uh, a lot of our kids in the program had never defended it. And to get ready in a week for that, and uh, our perimeter defense was weak, and they exploited that. And it was a bad matchup. And uh, – we, we scrimmaged Deer Park this year, and they're, they're a heck of a football team. I've actually been surprised that um, they haven't won more games than they have, but I think part of it is they're in a really tough league with some bigger schools mm-hmm. and their numbers. And, and, and Calvin Johnson and I talked before we played this year. It's just um, football is a game of numbers. And when you play in a league where a lot of the teams in the league have 50 to 60 kids and he has 30 to 35, it's hard to compete week in and week out and uh I, if we match up with them again i can tell you we're not going to be taken for granted cuz they're one heck of a football team i think he does a great job coaching them so when i look at playoffs and what we talk about is our kids now hopefully understand and i think they did last year that it's really about matchups and um there it doesn't matter what a team's record is it, it's it's it, it's executing our game plan at the opposing team and stopping what they do well and um, our goal this year is we're we're not a team right now that can win a state championship I'm honest with our kids about that uh, we're not to that point and we still have some building to do to get to that point but we'd love to get a 10th win win this week and then win a, a playoff game and you know anything beyond that I think would put us way ahead of schedule right now because we still have some work to really be a playoff caliber team that can win deep into the playoffs but that's Hopefully what we're going to build here is uh, through our strength program and get our numbers up that we can be a team that year in and year out people are looking at and saying, hey, they're a team like you see in the GCL or in the GMC that you're expecting to win a couple games in the playoffs every year.
0: All right, Coach, thank you so much. It is uh, greatly appreciated, and uh, we, uh, we enjoyed the conversation, and congratulations on the continued success at Cincinnati Country Day.
1: Thanks. I appreciate you having me
0: on. Thanks, Dennis. Best of luck. And that was Dennis Coyle, Cincinnati Country Day head coach. Good luck to them tonight. You can find out that result and more tonight on WLWT Blitz 5, live at 11 with all the scores and highlights from across the area. Join George Vogel and the entire Blitz 5 team tonight at 11 on WLWT Channel 5. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, Best bets time as we take a look at all the big games around the Tri-State tonight right here on the Cincinnati Children's High School Football Tonight Show on Cincinnati's ESPN 1530 and Fox Sports 1360.